You're listening to the show with Sam and Joe. This is episode 459 for January 4th, 2024. This week, we talk about being aging homosexuals, old Hollywood stars, e-ink tablets, reflections on 2023, baby names, and enough starring Jennifer Lopez. So stick around for the show. One, two, three, clap. Well... 2024, oh baby. Oh my God, I haven't talked to you since last year, bud. <gasps> hey, bud, we haven't spoken since last year, bud. Do you like I, speaking to me, bud? I don't, know. I wish I had some bud <laughs> so I could completely dissociate. Do people call it bud? I don't think so. <laughs> I, I got don't. some fresh bud got from some fresh my dealer, bud. Bro. bud. Right, like what? We've already talked Down about at the general store. Yeah, because this is seven seventeen sixty five. Um, we've already talked about how we feel when people like refer to us as Bud. Right, we've already had that conversation. Uh, yeah, I think so. I've how I've feels only ever been referred. Well, <laughs> it feels like it feels like a case of mistaken identity. It feels like right. I'm not a straight nine-year-old. Yeah. It's very condescending and very, like, minimizing. There's a word for that. I just can't think of it. You're the English major. What's the word for that? Belittling. Belittling. Ding, ding, ding. Jeopardy. Wrong game. Um... It feels it to me. It feels more like a case of mistaken identity. Like, Mm -hmm. oh, you thought I was this, but honey, I'm not a this. I'm an old Fler. You got it wrong both ways. I'm a golden girl. I'm a diva hunty. Divalicious. I just got done slaying at the gig. Um, I, you know, someone should slay you in the in the night and then <laughs> dump the I'm body. A, I'm a smithy. What? Uh, love Taylor Smith. I'm a smithy. <laughs> I love, uh, love Taylor Smith, girl. My favorite I'm in that country artist. Diva. I'm in the Ant Hill next to the Bayhive. I'm so, living in the uh, squirrel hole. With the, um, I'm done. Joe's lost it. Welcome to 2024, everyone. Um, what did you do for New Year's Eve? Did you did you celebrate? Did you throw a huge party? Sick. Did you snort a bunch sick. of coke? Literally, we got back from. So we flew back on Christmas. I guess we haven't talked since. Did we do one last week? Yeah, we did. Yes, I just <laughs> I I was still in Montana. I'm back in Austin now. Girl. When I tell you, I don't even remember that. Yeah, um, it's fine. I <laughs> we we got back from Christmas. I felt like shit. Like for several days, I just didn't know what was wrong with me. I was like, "Wow, I'm not recovering this year." And then it turned into a full blown cold. Yep. And so I was like sniffling, sneezing, couldn't breathe. Um. So I I was in bed early on New Year's. Justin came in at midnight to smooch me. Gross. And then um. Then he uh, caught your pretty cold. Pretty much went to bed. No, he never gets sick. And when That's he does, so annoying. When he does, he sleeps for an extra like three hours, and then he's fine. <laughs> me, I'm like, <laughs> I feel like a goddamn train hit me, and it wasn't even that bad of a cold. Right. Yeah. My, <clears throat> excuse me. I'm not sick. I'm just sick. My sister, who I mentioned last week, is very pregnant. Your pregnancy fucks with your immune system, makes you more immune compromised. Uh, makes you more susceptible to a bunch of different things. She's had this like pregnancy cold, which apparently is a very common symptom of pregnancy. But she caught this cold, and it's been like lingering inside of her for like three weeks. 
and like we were all around oh her and like we God. didn't catch anything and oh, she was buckle up buckle up buckaroo when i'm pregnant she's having a kid right. well when you have a kid you stay sick 24 7 right because and the kids probably sick. why i'm sick is because we're i was around, around kids on christmas yeah mm-hmm. like you're around kids you Congratulations. You're not going to be sick until that kid moves out of the house. Right. You're not going to be not sick until that kid moves out of the house. Right. They're just a germ factory, a walking, talking germ factory. Every teacher I know is sick all the time. Everyone I know who works with children Why is would just it, sick you ever 24-7. With children doesn't make any sense to me. Anyways, so she uh, has this cold and it, it's like she's just a little bit sniffly. And a little, and she's not really, she's coughing a little bit during the day. But like the worst symptom is that like she gets these coughing, these bouts of coughing in the night. Like she'll wake herself up coughing. And then it like, she's coughing so bad, she almost throws up. And I was like, oh, oh that's yeah. What, that's what happens when you have a man come inside you. The whooping cough. I don't think it's that. Hopefully not. The whooping, whooping. Not the whooping. So. Whooping. Moral of the story, don't get pregnant, and then you won't get sick, right? Only pregnant people get sick. Like you. Um, yeah. How long... Um, no. How long did you carry Piggy to term before you birthed him? <laughs> um, how long did Piggy gestate? Gestate? Gestate. Well, the gestation period was only four months, but I breastfed for five years after that. <laughs> You're still breastfeeding. So, still breastfeeding. <laughs> um, so my nipples stay stay wrecked. Yeah, um, honey, they don't gotta get wrecked. They're, if they're chewed gonna stay up. wrecked. Uh-huh. Mama, it's a it's a chewed up slim jim. Um, <laughs> as long as a slim jim as well. I'm sorry, I don't know anything about breastfeeding. But um, how was your New Year? What did you do? I'm so. Oh, sending good vibes to your sister too. That does suck. Colds you can't shake suck ass. Right. Just blame the kid that's brewing inside of her uterus. Yeah. Well, she's just getting a taste of it. This is going to be the next 18 Mm -hmm. years. This is just the the appetizer to the main tip of the iceberg Uh of motherhood. Right. No, I uh, I didn't do anything either because like I'm not a I'm not a celebration type of girl. Like we all know this, it's, you know. Everyone that listens to the podcast knows that Joe and I are very introverted, but especially so because. I, I I think I got home the night before I got back to Austin, and it was a very nice long day of traveling. Um, and so I was just kind of like exhausted from. Well, we talked about this last week. Joe doesn't remember because his brain is on a fire. But last week we talked about just kind of being our batteries just completely depleted, social battery depleted, etc. And so. I like slept for two days is when I got back here, I was like in bed doing nothing, not talking, not making a sound, just like completely still for two days. And that included New Year's Eve into New Year's Day. Um, But I, I that's fine. Welcome to 2024. I was like back to work, baby. Back to the grind. Joe's streaming. You didn't even yeah. take a break. Yeah, I, I went straight back to work after... On December 26th. Mm-hmm. But then, a few days later, when I got sick, I finally took off a day. I took off that Friday. But, mama, it it does feel like recovering this year. Like, I had a great time in Kansas. I had a really right. good time. Yeah. But it the fun. travel this year feels like it took a bigger toll on me than usual. I'm going to be 36 this month. Yeah, girl. Does that mean, are you old? This is the first number that feels... 
Like I hit my 30s and I was like, this isn't like this is fine. Everyone right. else is 30. I might as right. well be 32. That's me. Um, and then I kept getting older. And, and you like, then, I don't like this. Well, 35, I felt like, oh, this is it didn't feel old even then. But the number 36, something about there's something some weight about to that. it. There's some weight something to that 36. Just not sitting right with me. Mm. So I'm, I've gone ahead and I've just started calling myself 36. But preemptively. Um, Right. Preemptively. Mm-hmm. But like, I'm, I look amazing. I'm, but you feel awful. I, my body's falling apart, but I can do, here's the weird thing. My body hates me, but I can still do a lot of things that, that I think other people my age can't do. Like, mm. there's this sit and stand in thing you're supposed to be able to do. You're supposed to be able to sit cross legged and stand up without using your arms. Girl, I would break every bone in my body if I attempted that. I've been able to do that. Like, I'm very spry mm-hmm. for the most part. You're like, um, a, you know how there, there's, there's predators and there's prey and all like the prey animals are very spry and very quick on their feet. You're, you're just like a little, you're like a little hare. You're like a little rabbit that mm. even though you get old. And I don't you, show it either. Right. You, you don't, you don't show when you get when you get injured, when you break a leg, you can't show. Your heart's racing at about 135,000 beats per minute. Your eyes are darting around the room. You know, you're ready You're ready to jump at any moment. That's, That's the you. good thing about being gay. Although, I will say this. Mm-hmm. This is one thing I hate about our society, and I've been feeling it a lot recently. Not Uh-oh. to get real at the gig. Feminine, in our society, feminine doesn't age in society's eyes, as well as masculine. Interesting. That goes for, like, feminine men, mm-hmm. feminine women. Society, like, immediately starts... An old queen. Phasing you phasing you out. Right. You know. Yeah. Throwing you to the dogs. Um, And I have felt very invisible. <laughs> I don't feel like... I don't know. Definitely talking about it in therapy, but, like, not feeling sexy anymore or like seen yeah and it's and i don't know it's me a big part of it is like me comparing myself to everyone and i see all of these i mean and and in gay world everyone is like in a box you know right and everyone is not really a box for me anymore i'm right right, right. i'm not twink i see all Mm -hmm. these younger twinks like society just doesn't really treat aging feminine people very kindly and it's just like i'm feeling it and i bet if you like you know i feel like you identified with i mean regardless if you wanted to or not i think that growing up since your body kind of stayed the same and you were you know along that you were along the twink trajectory and you didn't stray from that trajectory for a long time and so it must be weird kind of getting older and oh i'm getting older my body is changing but you're you're mentally associated with the box with the twink box and within gay world like like you said there's so many boxes for people that like you're just like you're you're prepackaged and put in for many years in your life and now you're getting to a point where you're like i don't really fit in this box anymore so like who am i right i think she's having she's having a coming of age story she's having a stella needs to get her groove back sort of moment is what it's I'm hearing. weird because it like, well, it doesn't align with like my views about myself and the thoughts I have about society. Because like 
it's just I don't know. Like it's complicated. You, well, you start getting out of the out of the the gay boxes, and then you just there's like a default trash bin labeled like feminine gays right. that everyone gets tossed in in their thirties. Right, and that's not that's not good. That's not that's I'm you know you don't want to be in that box. I I you reject just be you. That. Right. I reject that. I reject anyone who thinks that, et cetera, et cetera. But I feel right. society like trying to do that to me. But mm. then, like on the flip side, I've had my best year every single year. Like, right. Like I would say personally and business wise. And so I feel like I'm, you know, I need to listen to that. Yeah. And I, I, and I feel like that you need to give yourself credit for being able to see yourself through that positive lens. Because for a lot of people, like, they are having, you know, like, their best years ever or whatever, and they just feel terrible and they see themselves through this third-person lens of, like, all the things I'm doing wrong, all the things that, you know, I think society wants me to be, all these boxes that I'm not fitting in, that I society says that I should fit in. But even for, like, those glimpses, even having the ability within those, even if the moments are short, to switch your lens and be able to recognize like, oh, this is this was a really good year for me. Like I have been improving in all these different ways, even if the moment is fleeting. A lot of people like, you know, like that's that's a that's an accomplishment in and of itself, because a lot of people can't do that because they're like stuck in that, you know, black or white mindset of like, oh, everything's going wrong. When in actuality, they've been making progress in so many different categories. So, uh, yeah, give yourself credit for being able to see yourself in that lens and recognize the things that you have been accomplishing and how, you know, all these things that you've done in these years that, you know, you did probably didn't think you couldn't could have done many years ago. Like you didn't think you were going to reach 30. Right. Is that the one you didn't think you were going to reach 30? Or was it 35? Yeah, I thought I'd be dead. No, 30. Yeah, I was like, let's I don't know about this. Right. Isn't that insane to think about you as a 36 year old being like, I like what would have happened if you didn't have the last six years? Like, I feel like that. No, it would have been been really living the past six years since you hit 30. Fucking sad. Yeah, girl. Yeah. So, yeah. Give yourself credit. 30s are great. You know? Yeah. I want to be like, um, well, I've been watching all these. I've been watching all these old movies, Sam. Mm -mm. And I feel like, well, I want to be like Joan Crawford and Johnny Guitar, where she she owns at uh, May fifth. Let me take you back, May fifth, nineteen fifty four. That was a good day. That was a good year. Johnny Guitar comes out starring Joan Crawford. She plays a she plays an old maiden type in the Wild West. She buys some a land by a railroad, and she runs her own. Uh, gambling and bar. Saloon. She runs a train. She runs a train on some guys. She, she runs. No, no, no. And she's waiting till the train comes through so she can sell the land for a lot more money. And mm. everyone's trying to run her out of town. But she's a business owner. Right. It's a really good movie. I also saw um, Whatever Happened to Baby Jane. And that made me realize that you're that gay. I'm baby, that I'm Baby Jane. You're baby. I'm the Baby Jane of early YouTube. And I'm Joan Crawford. Have you seen Whatever Happened to Baby Jane? No, but as someone who is recently in their 30s, I feel like the the box that I need to place myself in is old fag who starts watching all of these like cult classic homosexual movies that all of like the elder gays have been referencing for all of my life that I have no idea what they are. 
Like, I need to get obsessed with Judy Garland. I need to get obsessed with Liza Minnelli. And I need to watch every Joan Crawford movie. And I'm then going I just through die. Joan Crawford slash Betty Davis. Oh, yeah. Betty Davis. That's moment, one. Because she's in. That's their movie together. Whatever right. happened to Baby Jane. Right. Um, and they're like rivals, the right? In terms of like actresses. Don't they? Didn't they hate each other later in it's life? An artificial, it's an artificial rivalry that the press created. <gasps> there is no. Yes. I watched that. So after I, I watched know nothing happened, about the two. After I watched Whatever Happened to Baby Jane, I went through, I went down like a rabbit hole of like, the wiki. so Ryan Murphy made an entire series called Feud about them on the set of that movie. And oh, it's yeah. like, and none of it's real. Oh. It's like, even uses like things that have been debunked, things that were created for memes, like all mm. this fake news. I watched like a YouTube documentary on it that talked about like, what it was really like behind the scenes, which this is the real QAnon. There's there's only proof of them being fine on set. They may have not liked each other, but it was extremely professional. They did interviews together. But then the feud started when the so that movie was uh Betty Davis got nominated for Best Actress at the Oscars. Joan Crawford didn't, mm. but Joan offered Joan offered to accept the Oscar for any of the other actresses if they couldn't be there. So one of them, the person who won, couldn't be there. She accepted their Oscar, so she still got to make a speech. And Betty Davis has said that she thinks that Joan like campaigned against her to, to get the Oscar, which there's no evidence of that either. So a lot of it is fabricated like by the press because powerful women... Got to pit them against each other. Yes. Interesting. But they they probably didn't like each other, but there was no, like, cat fights. Right. No, like, huge animosity. Like, it was blown way out of, out of proportion, it sounds like. Joan, Joan came to Betty Davis and asked her to be in the movie. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, it's it seems like such a quintessential, like, gay uh, piece of media. A, a, a gay cornerstone within the like elder gay community of like, you know, these old Hollywood stars were the pop stars of their days. Like, well, me. I think that, yeah, I mean, gay people gravitate to like strong women in general. Right. I think because we see them facing the adversity in their industries and prevailing and making their own place. And we're like, I want to do that. Right. And we see their That's inert. That's the attitude I want. We see their inert femininity and them harnessing it and doing, you know, and being a badass with it. And whereas a lot of gay men have internal misogyny and femininity problems. And so we probably see that and gravitate towards that because we see confidence in that. Interesting. So Betty, Betty Davis and Joan Crawford are like my Slater and who else? Kylie Minogue. Zach? Who's Slater? Uh, Slater is a uh, a pop star who just talks about t- sucking and fucking all the time. Oh, I thought this was Saved by a Bell. No, Jesse Slaughter? No. Slater. Jesse Slater. Was Anyways. his name Jesse Slater? I've never seen Saved by the Bell. No, no. Jesse Slaughter is someone completely different. That's an internet man. Oh. Was his first name Slater? It uh, cannabis. Say cannabis? By the bell. <laughs> oh, his name was A.C. Slater. Albert oh. Clifford Slater. 
Okay. I'm too young for Saved by the Bell. <laughs> Albert Clifford Slater. Can you imagine naming your child Clifford? Let You know what? Did I, well, did I tell you about the article I read about naming children? No, but this is very apropos, being that my sister is pregnant. So they, this is like some, I was reading a post on Reddit, on like the teachers subreddit. Because I'm a Girl, teacher. Why, I'm, why the fuck well, are you on the... First of all, let's ba- back up. First back of up, all, I'm a teacher up. of the world. Back up. <laughs> it was on the front page. Oh, I, I was I was thinking you subscribe. It's either on the front page or you subscribe to it because you love reading about how much well, people hate children. Well, no, no, no. Also, my best friend's a teacher. Right. And like, I, I hear a lot of these same stories from her. I can't believe she's still alive. She's one of the people who's sick like twice a month. Yeah, girl. God. Let me tell you. Anyways, article? Yes. It wasn't an article. It was a person on Reddit. Oh, a person, a headline on Reddit? It was a teacher on Reddit on r slash teachers. And they were talking about how, from their observation, and a lot of people underneath in the comments were corroborating, I think that's the word, that it's, it's a lot, it's been either millennials who had kids young and Gen X, mostly Gen X, ex who named their kids the stuff like um mcnavy and um um bradolin right and M- mckaylee mckaylee is the big one <laughs> McK- um with an l-e-i-g-h right right like my desperate housewives character is named megan m-a-i-g-h g-e-i-g-h-n <laughs> Megan. 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 Right. And yeah. those it's, types it's of names. The, it's the meme, right, with the, with the chalkboard. Of the right. Violin. Right. It was more like millennials who, you know, who had the older kids uh, and Gen X, whereas millennials who have kids, like, like most millennials' kids are what, like eight or so? You know, they're, right. you know, whatever. They're going back to more traditional type names. Right. Like kind of old maiden type Claire. of names. You know, just just Claire and mm-hmm. and um, uh, Joan Crawford, not jo- Joan Crawford. Joan Crawford. Um, <laughs> bring back the name Joan. Honestly, yeah, Joan is strong a good name. name. Strong, strong name. Strong. A large female lineage. Joan Crawford. Uh, Joan Rivers. Joan of Arc. Joan Jett. Don't um, get me started on Joan of Arc, girl. I don't know about her. Chicken and JoJo's. Um, girl, Joan of jo- Arc wandered into one of those ancient Greek whales. Wet whales. She, she she wandered into a, a Greek whale. She wandered into an ancient. Well, I was trying to say W E L L, but I got way too southern, mm-hmm. and I meant to say temple, other than well. But there, mm. but it's an ancient Greek well in a temple right. where the gas goes up and gives you and gives you and makes you think you're getting you're seeing God. Makes Girl, you think you, you're seeing God. You ever gas yourself up so hard you think you're seeing God? Girl, and then they think Girl. you're a prophet. Girl, mm-hmm. and then you start and then you go start wars. Right. Jojo the singer. Jojo's Bizarre Adventure, the anime. Um uh What were we talking about? Oh, Jones. Oh, oh, old and like maiden, Jessica. Old maiden um, type Zach. Of you right. know, people are simpler people names are simpler gravitating times. more back to that now. Right. Um, which it's all Honestly, it's all fun. We make fun of the, you know, we're the McKayleys and the McKenna's and the right. Navy Beans. Navy Beans. So, yeah. So the, Pinto Beans. Like the the top five. This is from babycenter.com. But they're all fun. 
babycenter.com. Um, top five baby names for 2023 for girls, Olivia, Emma, Amelia, Sophia, Charlotte. Like, like those... literally little women, old maiden type of names. Yes, absolutely. It's interesting going because... back. Uh-huh. It's interesting because I have two cousins that are sisters that are both named Olivia and Sophia, but they were born in like the late 90s, early 2000s. So they're just catching up, apparently. Um, and then for boys, the top five are Noah, Liam, Oliver, Elijah, Mateo. Out of all those, I like Oliver. but I like Oliver. Yeah, I th- they're all, you know, and these people are all going to grow up. Right. And, you know, we make fun of the McKayleys and everything. They're going to be fine. That name's fine. Right. It's all fine. Here's a question for you. Out of all of the little little human beings in your life, do you know anyone that has a child named Asher? No, I do know some like, I mean, I know some names. You know some <laughs> I mean, I know some names. I don't I, know an Asher. Uh, there are so many people in my life that like they're either around my age or slightly older millennials who have kids who have named their children either Asher or Hudson. Like, I know multiple people in my life. I feel like Hudson was very popular for a while. Right. I feel like I think after that pilot crashed his plane into the Hudson River. Mm, Yeah, that really really Uh popularized it. People Um, remembered the river. Yeah, people remember the Hudson. Now, if you were to ever have another dog, because, you know, we all know that that's you can't give birth to humans, but you can give birth to chihuahuas. Have you ever thought about, like, what you would name that dog? Because, like, you had the name no. Piggy before Piggy was, like, you saw Piggy. You knew you yeah, were going to we name... Yeah, picked out that name. Right, which I feel like is not nearly as common, but... Yeah, people probably get the pet first. Right. Um, It would probably... So, I, so I love the name Pickles, but I can't oh, do yeah. food names. I can't, because when you, I get a headache... Right. Well, when I get a headache, I'm going to get nauseous thinking about food. So I can't yeah. do a food name. Yeah. And pickles. I think, was, yeah. I think it'll be another, like, Justin likes horse. Come here, horse. No, no. Justin <laughs> does like animal names for animals that aren't that animal. Like, yeah, he I wanted think, to, I the, think that's cute. He wanted a dog named Monkey. And I said, no, we'll do Piggy. I came yeah. up with Piggy. So like it piggy would better, probably better. be another, yeah, Piggy fits. Right. I, so I would pick something like, um, Crawfish. You know, another shrimp. N- n- no. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'll, I'll pick a scientific right. animal name. I feel like there's a lot of there's a lot of dogs named Bear, which is cute. Oh, let me tell you. Bella is to dogs as Luna is to cats. Oh, Bella. Yeah. Bella. Yeah, girl. And Bella's owners are always a nightmare. Right. Although every Luna cat that I've met has been very nice and very pretty and cute. So well, cats cats are fine. It's not the pet's fault. Right. It's not but the pet's the fault owner, that you named it Luna. The owner is always nightmare. It's no they're stuck in their <laughs> Harry Potter era. They are they are so deep in uh-huh. their in their teenage Harry Potter era with their cat named Luna. Did I ever tell you that I I work with a girl who gives off very much Luna Love Good energy? Like she's very woo woo. Like she kind of looks like her too. Is it like on purpose too. or is she just? No, she's just, just like her. that. That is just how oh, she was that... born. Word. God bless her. Um, 
but yeah, so you don't have a name picked out that you would potentially use already. But you're thinking animal. No. Well, I think me, Justin, and Piggy are all going to die together. So it's just going to end. Like in a house fire or like like a Jonestown well, massacre sort of situation? Like you're all drinking the Kool-Aid? Like what do you, what do you mean? Stay tuned. <laughs> I don't know. Well, I hope don't know. Hope you're subscribed to the Washington stay Post tuned. because we will be in the obituary <laughs> soon. Do they even have well, obits in the Washington tuned. Post? Um, oh my God. You know what's weird about the Washington Post? It's what? a local newspaper for us. Yeah. Like I, was, I was trying to think well, of like, what's the DC local, newspaper. Is it actually the yeah, Washington Post? They have local DC news in it. Oh my God. What was your. Which is always, well, it's always kidnappings and killings. Right. What was the Conway, Arkansas local newspaper name? Do you remember? Oh, we had the Arkansas Democrat Gazette. Interesting. Is that it's like one of the oldest newspapers in the country? It re- is that? Are you just making that up, or? Um, I think it was Arkansas Democrat Gazette. Was it for Conway specifically, or was it like a Little Rock like publication? Uh, no, it was like Arkansas. Interesting. There's no like. I don't think that. So there were some local magazines, you know, that they you find in like the magazine stands or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I don't remember any of them. Okay. That's it. Was there a Montana one? <laughs> well, there were a couple. The one in, in Helena where I grew up was called, it's still getting published. It's called the Independent Record is what it was. And then there's the Billings Gazette. How independent is it? Oh, it got bought up by all the, by the big news conglomerates. And now it just, it just prints ads and, and things from the AP. It's not barely local anymore. So we have the Independent Record. We had... The Billings Gazette, the Great Falls Tribune. Um, I can't remember what Butte or Bozeman were. They're still going, but they're all like owned by like the number one newspaper. It's not, it's barely local anymore. It's shitty and they up their prices. You know that you you really are doing bad when you lose like the boomers customers. Like when the boomers think that it's too expensive and not worth it, then you really know you're not doing something right. But anyways. What, what were we talking about? Who Baby names? New- I just, newspapers, just what and what for and why? I'm, I feel like if I were to read a newspaper, I'd probably have a lot less brain rot compared to how I currently consume my news, which is like Google News and Twitter. You know, well, oh, girl, it's an election year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we got we to gotta button down the hatches, babe. We got to you parental controls on my computer. And then someone in my chat, someone in my chat said, you know, it it's good to stay. I don't remember what they said. They said it better. Something about, you know, you can stay informed, but that doesn't mean you have to read the news every day. Mm, Yeah, girl. Especially during an election year. Oh, my God. It's this is going to be a rancid year. Rancid. That's a good good word. That's a good descriptive word for what 2024 is going to be. Regardless of that, we're all going to have a great year. Except for the end, where it's the election. Um, But it's very interesting because, speaking of, like, end-of-the-year roundups, do you think that you had a specifically bad 2023 compared to other years? I know so many people who are like, 2023 was the worst year of my life. Hands down, bar none. So glad it's over. I saw so many people saying that. And for me, it was like, yeah, average. Or maybe just because that I have the memory of a goldfish, so I don't understand or realize how awful the year actually was. Because I'm like erasing everything in my brain as soon as it hits it. What What are your thoughts on 2023 as a whole? 
Um, well, mine was my best business year yet. Oh, oh, she's making money. It was, um, let's just say, if I weren't married, I don't think I'd be on Medicaid. Well, in DC, well, no. I don't know what the limit is anymore. Mm. But finally, making some money. Oh, my God. Finally seeing 17 years of in the same business, doing well at it. Oh, are you are you cash flow positive? Are you are you or are you seeing the red after, after 17, 17 years? years. <laughs> <laughs> it's like drag. It's the long con. Mm-hmm. You have to keep well and keep on trucking. Right. Um, some people just you, personal maybe you wise. Quit. Personal life was fun. Was great. I mean, honestly, mm-hmm. I yeah, it was a. You know, there was nothing like I didn't get married this year. That was a great fun year. Mm-hmm. Um, no, it's just, it's just, it was fine. It was good. I, I enjoyed it. I had fun. That Lexapro is working. I find out more and more about myself every year, and I apply that. Oh, she's to, introspective. Well, I apply that uh, introspectively to the parts of my life, physically and mentally. She's manifesting, Your Honor. And. <laughs> And I make changes based on those things I find out about myself for the better. Well, I hope that all of you who had a shitty 2023 feel shittier now because Joe had a great one. (laughs) Goddamn. Well, that doesn't mean there weren't like there have been some traumatizing things over the past two years. Girl, so many people died around me in 2023. Well, that's because you kept killing them. Well, yeah. Well, it's it's like one of those things where, like, if you if you're around Chernobyl, if you're around the nuclear reactor for long enough, you develop cancer and you die. That's kind of how I am with people IRL. If they, like they just get radiation poisoning, the longer they hang out around in like a hundred foot radius of me. So that's on them, honestly. That's a that's a them problem. Sure. But, but I agree. Like 2023 was a good year for me because like started her big boy job. Um, I mean, that was in, at the end of 2022, but like I had my first big year of like working full time at a job that I really enjoy and that I'm doing really well at and, you know, living on my own for the first time. I guess there's a lot of big things that happened in 2023. But like I said, like I have the memory of a goldfish and I don't know if just because that like my brain is just full of gray matter because I'm 30 now or it's just that I'm pumping my body full of antidepressants that like fuck with my long term memory. But I'm feeling good. Well, which is good. Justin told me about an article that he read, which I didn't read personally, mm. but it was about why we struggle to remember, like we as humans remember bad things and remember them vividly and let them take over our lives. And, and then we us. don't remember all the good things. We don't. And so you literally have to like exercise your brain mm. to think about positive dwell things. dwell on the good things that are happening instead of being consumed by the negative and it's right because it doesn't come naturally to us it's something you have to like train yourself to do you gotta train your brain you gotta train your brain um it's like reading it's like you in 2014 reading a youtube comment about you and then it sticks with you for five years and i screenshot it and then i look at it every day every day and what? it just Every day. Yeah. And I punch the wall. Oh, it becomes, um, <laughs> is there, um, what's that movie with, uh, J-Lo? It's like enough. Oh, enough. Girl, I enough. love that movie I've, growing I've up. never seen it. I've never seen it. But <gasps> oh, it's like it's so me good. training. It's, yeah, literally she's Girl, like training to, fully to, shit. 
it's it's good yes because it's like she's abused in the beginning and then she like spoiler alert she kicks her ex's ass in the end i mean that's fun that's fun um oh my god wait i just looked it up her name is slim i don't remember movie. that part i will not i will not say that i remember that part of the movie all I remember her name is, is slim heller slash aaron and schleter schleter girl yeah j-lo really slim. slim well i mean slim shady what are we doing here I mean, what are we doing? 2002, Mama, we were still under this illusion that J-Lo could do things, could act. Well, here's the thing. I, I needed any sort of thing because this was this was post 9-11. This was right after the right after the 9-11. Remember 9-11? You, are you telling me that this movie got you together after 9-11? Yeah, this 9/11? movie saved me and gave me I hope after go. 9-11. J-Lo, Girl. this movie is my 9-11. Maybe we shouldn't have rights. Maybe especially you shouldn't have rights. Oh, girl, trust me. I'm ready for Mike Pence specifically to put me in the electric chair and for him to pull the trigger. I don't Maybe deserve to be Maybe you in particular. Right. We take him away. Yeah, I am setting us. I'm I'm setting us back <laughs> a few <laughs> years every time. Girl, I'm not going to anyway. deny that. Anyways, enough by Jennifer by Jennifer Love Hewitt. The next day, men posing as the FBI show up and threaten Joe. <laughs> posing as the FBI. Oh my en- god, that enough, is like enough is my is is my baby Jane. That's no what it is. enough is your. What's that movie with the guy who played the lion in the lion, the witch in the wardrobe, who's famous for his voice, but also famous because he's got, Liam Neeson. You're that movie. This is your <laughs> taken, on. taken, taken. <laughs> okay. Enough is to gay people what taken is to straight people to straight men. Oh my god. I'm curious if enough had like any sort of of hold on anyone else or it was if because I think like I where I was did a little, you see it? How old I, were you in 20, 2002? Um how old was I in 2002? Um, oh my god, it was planned to be released in September 2001. Ooh. I was 10 in 2002. <laughs> This Who was the a formative. Showed you enough. I don't. It was. We were probably. It was a family. My parents were like. They didn't have a good grasp on parental controls. Okay. They didn't know what they were showing my sister and I. Regardless, I think they were just like, "Ooh, Jennifer Lopez. I'm sure this will be a fun movie." And then it's about like domestic violence. <laughs> Great. Hey, it taught me early that like women can be badasses. But this was like in Jennifer Lopez's like heyday in like the 90s, early two 2000s when she, you know she had a grasp on me musically. And so I think Jennifer Lopez had, had a bigger effect on me than I realize. And I think I'm just now coming to terms with that. She Anyways. was nominated for a golden raspberry for worst actress for her performance in the film, but lost <laughs> in a tie to both Madonna for swept away and Britney Spears for crossroads. Oh my God. Britney Spears in Crossroads. I've never seen Crossroads. I think I've seen it once. See, I get cross Crossroads and Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants completely mixed up. They're the same movie to me and I don't Girl, know why. When I tell you, okay, when did uh, Harriet the Spy and Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants, as a, as a gay, all my gal friends watched were absorbed in those two communities and I never understood pants? them. Girl, they were... Those pants were full of fart. 
full of fart. If you crusty. if you hung those hung them out on a line, beat them with a wooden spoon, it just clouds of fart come out. Just fart everywhere. Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants, the movie came out in two thousand five. What was the other one? Okay, so that would have been like I was in high school. Um, Harriet the Spy, but that came out when I was like a lot younger, I think. Harriet the Spy. Spy movie. That was 96. So I was, yeah, I was 10. That was like every uh, every little girl in my class thought that she was Harriet the Spy and would carry around these spiral notebooks and like write shit about everyone. Mm-hmm. And it was like a problem in the school. Crossroads came out in 2002. So they're basically the same movie. <laughs> Wait, Kim Cattrall <laughs> is in Crossroads? I mean, what else was she doing? Getting ready for her iconic, getting ready for Sex in the City. Didn't that start in 2001? Girl, I don't know. What is this podcast? Sex Anyways. in the City. You know what? I think I'm going to watch and just like that. Well, I think I'm trying to develop my personality for 2024. And I think it's going to be a mix of. God, we're getting, we're getting old and gay. If we're, if we're, if we're a, watching and just like that. Of, well, it's going to be a mix of Baby Jane, Bette Midler's Baby Jane. Uh, Joan Crawford and Johnny Guitar and Sarah Jessica Parker narrating and just like that. The thing is, if you start and just like that, it's going to be really bad, but you're not going to be able to start or you're not going to be able to stop watching it, which is how everyone describes it to me. Sex and the City came out in 98. That's crazy. Do you know that I used to fall asleep? I used to. I'm just. This is why I'm gay. I used to fall fall asleep. You've never fallen asleep asleep. No, I haven't. I've been awake this entire time. Along with watching Enough when I was 10, for some reason they were they aired like old Sex in the City episodes on like the CW or something. They were very censored. But I used to fall asleep to episodes of Sex in the City in like 2002, 2003. I, I didn't I'm, see it until I was in like my late 20s. Yeah, that's when you're supposed you aren't supposed to see Sex in the City when you're 12. Girl, no, I used they to fucked me. They my mom me. was watching. I was watching. I grew up watching X Files. My mom was watching ER. That's what she was watching. Oh, my mom was watching ER and that hot mm-hmm. doctor mm-hmm. and that hot dog, right? E ER X Files, um, The West Wing oh. was always on. Yeah. Anyways, apparently anyway. both Kim Cattrall and Anson Mount, oh, who's so hot, were in Crossroads. Work girl. Um. Speaking of cheese. Cheese. <laughs> it's cheese of the week. <laughs> it's time. <sighs> it's time. I froze some Gruyere. And Is this ele- that same Gruyere you've had for like four months? This is the same Gruyere that I've had that I talked about probably four months ago. Not four months, probably four weeks ago. And since I was going to be gone for two weeks back in Montana, I was like, I'm not letting this go to waste. So apparently you can freeze Gruyere. And then thawed in the fridge after you come back from vacation. And it should still be good. I don't know. I haven't checked. It's still in its, like, packaging. But I will keep you guys posted if if, if it kills me or not. That's my cheese this week. Gruyere for the 431st time. What about you? Um, Mine's a game on my iPad. Oh, okay. Um, called Mini Motorways. Do you know about her? I don't. You, uh... It's a game. It's a very <laughs> relaxing game. I've been playing it right before I go to sleep. Um, you draw roads so that cars can get places. I'm very anti-cars. There's also a mini metro, but I haven't played it yet. 
and they're on Steam as well. Um, but I played on the iPad, and you draw roads so that cars can get places. And so uh, you draw more and more, and then you're done. Okay. Does this bring you, does this spark joy? It's incredibly relaxing. I play it on endless mode because endless mode, you can't lose. There's like if a building gets overwhelmed and needs more cars to it, it doesn't end the game. Whereas in classic mode, it ends. And I Mm. I can't have that stress. So I just draw the roads where I want them, put some bridges. You get to put roundabouts and stoplights. I love a good roundabout. I love a good roundabout. You can make bad roundabouts too, though. That's true. Um, so yeah, all like houses will pop up and buildings will pop up as the game goes on. And you have to make sure the right color car gets to the right color building and more and more appear. And so the roads get more complicated. I haven't played the Metro version, but that sounds like it's more sustainable because I'm against cars. Right. We're um, all for good, good city planning. But it's been Public a good, like I've been, I've been playing it right before bed at night and it kind of wipes out my brain. Mm-hmm. Reformats your brain. Yeah. I love that. Is does this cost money on your iPad? Is this a is this a money game? Well, I currently have Apple Arcade because a new Tamagotchi game comes out exclusive to Apple Arcade oh, tomorrow. That's reel fact. you in, baby. And so right now I have that. I think you can just buy the game without it though. You can definitely buy it on Steam. Mm. And I'm sure on the Android on Play Store, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um I would suggest doing that. Because what's it called again? Mini motorways. Very gotcha. simple interface, has a dark mode. Mm. Beautiful. Simple. Simplicity. Mini Cheese. motorways. It's also for Switch. Also for Switch. I can't imagine it would I don't know. I don't know if you use the touchscreen on Switch, but I would hate it on Switch. It has I pretty good reviews. Like like 87 out of 100, eight and a half out of ten. Yeah, nice. it's very fun. Nice. Well, good cheese. That's a good cheese. I'm just, I'm waiting for the moment where you really crack and you have to re-download Tiny Tower and we have to go through with that all again. I didn't play Tiny Tower. You didn't play Tiny Tower? (gasps) What the fuck is Tiny? No, I didn't play Tiny Tower. Oh my God. I just Googled it. You were probably playing Top Girl instead. I'm not that girl. I was, yeah, I was Top Girl. You were Top Girl. You weren't Tiny Girl. You were Top Girl. I was never Tiny Tower Girl. I was Top Girl. Girl, Tiny Tower had its grasp on me in 2011, baby. Crazy. I'm playing, oh my God, Marvel's Strike Force. Are you straight? What's wrong with you? Well, I wanted to get, well, I wanted Agatha Harkness and Scarlet Witch. I wanted to build, and I wanted to build a team of all gay X-Men. Mm-hmm. As you do. And yeah. gay superheroes. Mm-hmm. But then I start playing the game and it's like, you can't do that. There's only certain teams that work together. And I was like, fuck me. Uh, fuck this. Yeah. I already spent $90. What am oh I doing? Oh my God. <laughs> I don't think I've Girl, spent that much. Don't but I admit have made that. some I have made some in-game purchases in Marvel Strike Force. I don't know wh- whose credit card statement is worse. My mom's or yours. <laughs> Your mom's cigarette and hot dogs. Mine, Marvel Strike Force. Right. Marvel, my mom's is cigarette, cigarettes, hot dogs, and like 35 Amazon Kindle books a day. Girl, she can't (laughs) read. Girl, that's all she does. She just, she sits in her bed and she eats chocolate and she gets chocolate all in her bed. It melts. 
makes it look like it looks like she shit the bed and she's just chain smoking, chain smoking with her Kindle. What's she reading? Um, she loves books about like like nonfiction books about people who have like gone through serious trauma. I don't know what's Jesus wrong. Jesus Christ. She was she wouldn't shut the fuck up only because I asked, because I'm interested in my mom. She said that the last big book mistake. that she a big mistake, actually caring about your mother. My mom was obsessed with this book that apparently it was about this woman who was in Europe and got run over by a train, lost both her arms and her legs, and became a nurse or something. So good for her, whoever you are. And that woman, Angela Lansbury. Mm-hmm. And that that woman, Johnny Sarah Jessica Guitar. Parker. <laughs> Sarah Jessica Parker. Um, <laughs> Jennifer Lopez. Uh, <laughs> enough. Enough. Taken. Enough. Liam Neeson. Liam Neeson's daughter in Taken. Mm-hmm. Natalie Portman. Um, Atonement, starring that I one. I, I don't think I've ever watched Atonement. Uh, it's great, but I'd never see it again. Um, <laughs> who is it? Emma? No, no, no. Kira Knightley. Oh. Talks with her teeth together. Love. Mm-hmm. Chatter. Chatterbox. Yep. Kira Chatterbox Knightley. Anyway, favorite things? Sure. These are a few of our favorite things. I'll go first. Go for it. Um, My favorite thing this week is a gift that I received for my birthday. And that's the gift of the Lord, Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. Um, no, my my aunt bought me a coffee burr grinder that I've been wanting because I've been wanting to up my game in terms of grinding my own coffee. And I've had this little blade grinder from like Black & Decker or whatever, a little coffee grinder that has done the job. But I thought, my aunt's rich. And I could I could ask her for this, and she'd buy this for me. So my favorite thing this week is the Baratza Encore Conical Burr Coffee Grinder for a hundred and seventy dollars. And goddamn, does it d- What's grind it coffee evenly? It. The Baratza B A R A T Z A Encore Burr Coffee Grinder. So there's blade grinders like. You would imagine, you know, a typical coffee grinder in the home that's Girl, just like a spinning blade. This is our exact coffee grinder. I love that. Well, here's the thing: it's 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 either the number this one is or number our two coffee grinder on America's Test Kitchen. So of course, Justin has. Oh, this. that's why we have it. Makes total Justin sense. fucking watched it, read the right. articles. Yeah. So I actually bought this coffee grinder for my sister and my brother-in-law a couple of years ago because they were getting really into coffee. And I subscribed to America's Test Kitchen. I trust I trust, uh, trust them with my life. Lisa, girl, love you forever. Wish you were my mom. Um, and so I bought this for them because it was one of the top rated ones in America's Test Kitchen. And they like absolutely fucking love the thing. Apparently it's indestructible. It works really well. But my gay ass was like, oh, I'm just making fucking cold brew. Like, I don't need a fancy coffee grinder. And now in my in my old age as a 30-year-old man, I'm enjoying the finer things in life. And I thought to myself, I should get a nice coffee grinder. 
Um, Nothing is fine in your life, first of all. No, the only thing fine in my life are the coffee grounds that can come out of this coffee grinder if you set it to really (laughs) fine mode. Those are really fine. Anyways, so there's two types of coffee grinders out there. There's a burr grinder, like this expensive one that I'm talking about, and then there's the regular uh, blade grinder, which I had before. But girl, what an upgrade. You can set it to like the, the coarseness it's you can dial it in it's basically indestructible it's not too loud you just load all your beans on the hopper and flip it on and then it just goes it's so nice so if you're into coffee if you make you know pour over i i don't know if this can grind fine enough for espresso but it may be able to but for my gay ass who just needs it to grind really coarsely for my cold brew because i'm stupid works really well grinds super evenly um, so if you're into coffee or you have someone in your life that's very into coffee and they don't have a nice burr grinder yet, the Barazza Encore recommended by very many people, including me and my sister and America's Test Kitchen and probably Joe and Justin. So Definitely it was, Justin. I don't care. I mean, I just imagine you just stick folders up your ass and then just shake your I'll, booty a little bit. I'll drink any coffee. I really don't care. But it is yeah. it is wonderful. Sometimes I do make our coffee, and mm. I enjoy using it. You just you just pour it in the hopper and flip the dial, and you're good. Sixty grams, Mama. Right. So there you go. That's my favorite thing. That's good. What about it's you? It's nice that you. It's nice to hear you having nice things. Thank you. I really appreciate that. So, Joe, what is your favorite thing this week? My favorite thing this week is a. Uh, also, something like uh, that Justin gave me, um, <laughs> I didn't want it, and then I, he gave it to me, and now I'm really enjoying it. Oh, it's like he knows you. So, Justin, have I talked to you? He's on an e-ink tablet journey. Oh, maybe he's mentioned been this? wanting. Yeah, he has been researching e-ink tablets for months, and he finally mm. started diving into them. And the first one he got, he he liked it, but he didn't love it. He decided he wanted a different one. So he was like, well, I can return this or sell it. Or like, you can see if you like it. And I was like, fine, whatever. I'll try it. Mm. Um, it is the Books, B-O-O-X. Um, I believe this one is called the Tab Mini C. So it's actually an Android tablet. Like I could, I can watch YouTube videos on this e-ink tablet. I can download TikTok. It has the Play Store. Interesting. Um, But it doesn't look good to do any of those things. It's in color. It's a color e-ink. So it's really good for reading comics, actually. Right. I would assume Um, this is good for reading, like, color. Yeah. It has replaced my Kindle. I had a a black and white Kindle. Mm -hmm. Um, And it comes with a pen. And one of its main draws is, like, being a writing. Like, replacing paper, essentially. And holy shit. It feels so good to write on. It feels like better than an iPad. It literally feels like you are drawing on paper. Yeah, that's, and I that's have started, the e-paper. It's, it's a yes, wild. I've started journaling on it. Journal. Ooh, I love a journal. Um, I've missed writing, handwriting. Well, it, it makes me feel very um, Gilded Age to mm-hmm, handwrite. Mm-hmm. And so I've been writing down some notes I've been like you can have separate notebooks on it and stuff. They kind of try to lock you into their ecosystem, but I have it all backed up to Google Drive. Mm-hmm. Um, it's wonderful. I'm really enjoying it, and I've been using it a lot more than I thought I would. But I don't use it for like 
It's an Android tablet, but it doesn't really need to be. I would be fine if just the reading and writing stuff were on it. But I have the Kindle app on it for mm-hmm. all my books. I have um, their built-in notes and library app. Um, and that's pretty much all I use. Nice. So, like, why is Justin going on an e-ink, e-paper tablet journey? What are his, what's his use case? Well, he takes a lot of notes. Like, for work and in, in meetings. Yeah, like, has to jot down notes, you know, in meetings and stuff. And hmm. he he prefers to do it written, I guess. And um, so he, like, has all these notes organized on his. I don't remember what type he got. He went with a different one. Um, but I love this one. It's got a backlight. It you can put on, you know, changed it to warm, warm light. Love so it's a like warm you're looking light. at a so it, it feels like you're looking at a piece of paper on candlelight, on a warm candlelight. Mm-hmm. Taking writing, notes. Yep, r- writing candlelight. Writing your ball. own obituary during the bubonic plague. Oh yeah. Love that. Before she takes you. Who's she? Bubonic. Miss, Miss Plague, Bo- Miss, Miss Bubonic, <laughs> Miss Plague. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's 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 fun. Interesting. Do you like fun? No, <laughs> hate fun. Well, it's, it's, it's interesting. Not for you. It's interesting seeing the like e ink e paper situation get better and better throughout the years. Because like back in my day, we didn't have paper. Like, or we didn't have paper. We didn't have color e-paper or color e-ink displays. And now they're more and more common. But like, that's the thing that you have to realize is like, this is a tablet technically, but the use case is very specific because like, girl, you're not going to be watching YouTube videos on this e-paper display that's like running at 10 frames a second. Like, it's a very specific use case scenario. And it's like writing notes or reading things specifically and for that like they're really nice i've heard it is really cool because i do keep a notebook at my desk because i write down stuff during streams Mm. and now i've just i've replaced all the people you're gonna block all the people i'm gonna block all the vendettas (laughs) every time someone crosses me i make a note of it Uh uh-huh handwritten Mm -hmm. like a burn handwritten right uh death note right very i've never seen death note um me either i don't know anything about it but uh it's I've just replaced my notebooks with it, and it's great. Just and knowing Justin, he bought like I don't know if fifty the of these came with it. No, he bought like a nice case for it. Oh, he's invested. It's, he invested in it, and so I get to inherit all of these nice things. And so this was a hand me down. It's a hand. He had it for like a month, <laughs> and then he probably upgraded to like the top tier one. Well, I think he got one called, let me see if this is a thing, Super Note? Yes. Uh, Something called a Super Note is what he went with instead. And it's like a, it's a e-ink tablet, but it did a little bit more of what he wanted. Gotcha. Well, it looks like that the, the MOOCs tab Mini C is $350, which isn't that bad for a colored e-ink display tablet. I think you can get it on like AliExpress. I think it's a Chinese company. Mm, for like a dollar, dollar fifty. For a dollar, for one dollar, it looks really boot, nice. Bootleg Tamagotchis with it. The thing about me that I've realized, especially getting older, is that like I had horrible penmanship as a kid and as a teenager. 
And the fact that like, that's the time in my life where I was handwriting the most. And now like I can barely fucking handwrite and I can barely even recognize what the fuck I was trying to say in my own handwriting. So all that's gone to shit. However, I can type at 95 words a minute, but if you oh, need so you me, type slowly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like to take my sweet, <laughs> sweet time. <laughs> oh, I was first in typing in my entire class. So, um, yeah, I mean, yeah, me too. I feel like my, oh, but how my t- did you manage that typing so slowly? Well, because my typing teacher wasn't good at typing. <laughs> She was like, she she was like, she was supposed to teach something else. And then they like stuck her in like computer lab typing class. She typed like 45 words a minute. It is the only thing like so. And they would post it on a bulletin board in in the hallway. And Uh, I was never on those boards because it was all it was like sports. It was Mm -hmm. like pictures of the quarterback, pictures of a basketball and it and was then you never at the top of the typing list. Me at the top of and so I got such a big head about it. Right. It's like and finally to, I'm not a fucking loser. Well, people would challenge me. And I oh. would I would take their challenges and I would always beat them. Beat and it their was asses. like Yeah, I was I was her. It was me wow. and I was her. She was you. She was you. I was present. That's so sad. <laughs> you know what at least you were good at something i know it's the only thing i have a math trophy if we're third grade multiplication and a chess trophy i have a participation ribbon from like fourth grade yeah i see that for you yeah i see you participating in fourth grade i can participate i can do that that for you Mm -hmm. um anyways the the books tab mini c b-o-o-x $350 $350 or a dollar from AliExpress, probably not. Recommended. DK, oh, Half Moon Joe recommended. <laughs> yeah, d- yeah, nope. Disney, Disney Kid One. Who's we that? Don't say her. Half Moon Joe, Insomniatic Rabbit. Oh my God. One of not these days, any of these. One of these days, I want to know what your eBay screen name is. I know no. you'll never tell I've me. I've had my eBay the longest. That's my longest, probably, website I've been on. That's incredible to me. Anyways, what a good start to the year 2024. It's so even. It's easily divisible. And let's not let this electric year divide us. Uh, Girl. Sign up to vote today. Anyways, good good episode. Any final thoughts? We have an after show that we're going to do. And I have a topic to talk about. Oh, wow. Um, well, Sam really stepped up his game in 2024. I'll be really expecting a lot from you this my year. Pussy up. And I'll probably mention it and then we won't dive into it and Joe will have something better. So if you're a patron, patreon.com slash the show Sam and Joe, coming soon. Probably this weekend. Um, yes. So thank you guys so much for watching. I hope y'all have had a wonderful new year thus far. Mm-hmm. Uh if you like Sam said, if you are a patron, there will be an after show this week. Uh, If not, we should be back next week with a regular episode. Yep, that sounds good. Bye, guys. Bye. 
Thanks for listening to the show. Subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, and more at theshowsamandjoe.com. You can also support us to help keep the podcast going at our Patreon, patreon.com slash theshowsamandjoe. Patrons also gain access to exclusive content like bonus episodes, music downloads, physical rewards, and more. We also want to give a big personal thanks to the wonderful podcast patrons who have donated $5 or more. Thank you to... Alex P. Alex S. Alexander P. Alexander T. Amanda L. Amy T. Andrew G. Andrew P. Ben B. Brian H. Carl K. Carolyn A. Chris C. Chris M. Dallas E. David M. Duran C. Devin B. Devin L. Halo. Javier. J L. Jessica L. Joseph S. Lindsay C. Martin D. Montez. Morgan M. Nick I. Ryan. Sam and Ari. Scott A. Soyzilla. Sylvie C. Tom I. William W. Xavier D. And Zachy. As usual, thank you to all of our listeners, and we'll see you all next week on The The Show. Show.